0: All right, so episode number two. First of all, I want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to my introduction episode for A Lively Old Man. All the feedback I received is very much appreciated. Uh, Rob, your feedback, awesome, man. If you haven't listened to the first effort, but are listening here for the first time, welcome. My name is Eric, and I'm about to start on a journey of my personal thoughts and feelings about all kinds of subjects. And today's not the journey itself. Today's the beginning of the journey. So many episodes to come, stories to tell, things to look, look at and go, what the hell was that? So I'm gonna start with, I spoke on the last episode about my love for music. Um, so we'll go forth there a little background on that. When I was at the end of my fifth grade year, I believe it was, that's uh, I think 1975, we moved to the country to a little town called Blue River. That was up the McKinsey River about an hour east, like you're heading over to Bend from the Eugene Springfield area. And uh, my dad was a state police officer, so moving had become somewhat of a normal thing in grade school. Um, I think by the time I got to McKinsey School in sixth grade, that was my fifth, I believe, elementary school since I had started kindergarten anyway. So making new friends was normal. Finding new things to do, obviously, normal, because you're in new places all the time. Um, so where we moved was out in the National Forest Service land area, more or less. Um, you didn't get TV reception of any sort. Um, this is this before cable was a thing. Our backyard, basically, we had five acres. Our backyard, basically, was a National Forest Service property. Um, us kids would go on hikes over top the mountain behind us. There was an old logging road, because they used to log it years ago. And we'd follow the log and rub up over the top and go to Blue River Reservoir. And found out years later, uh, Mama didn't know we did that. Even though I thought we told him. But anyway, we'd pack a lunch and we'd take off for the day and go fishing at Blue River Reservoir. Um, Several times we met Scott Burns and his uh, brother Steve. And we'd play chess and whatnot while we had our poles in the reservoir waiting for the trout to bite. You'd see the bobber go down and you got yourself a big one. So anyway... Our parents, when we moved there, decided to get rid of our TV. They claimed it was because of my brother, Steve, who got less than the desirable grades. Found out later that wasn't the reason. Steve just didn't like school, I think, whatever. Um, Anyway, no TV in our home, right? So other things became a way for us five kids to entertain ourselves regularly. So obviously we had the outdoors which was normal around our house for my mom to say, go outside, come back at lunch. Or then after lunch, go outside, I'll call you for dinner. And call you in th- back then did not mean you're gonna get a message on your phone because we didn't have cell phones. Um, they were still hooked to the wall back then. And I believe back then they were actually still dial too. So anyway, mom would come out because we had nobody around us. The nearest neighbors were, you know, five acres one way, 10 acres another. Um, and we had our dog with us all the time. German Shepherd, mama go out and she'd just yell, let us know lunch was ready or dinner was ready. And because nobody's out there and it was quiet, even if we we're up on the mountain, we could hear her and come running down. And usually you could hear that, see the house from where we would stand in quite a few places in the mountains. You could see mom way down there on the front porch, yelling for us. Uh, think about nowadays, she probably should have had like a dinner bell or something. I'm not sure if they ever thought about that or not, but. Anyway, for me, that's where music took a giant step forward from something I enjoyed very much to something I started to kind of obsess about. Um, and I'm talking about listening to music, um, playing music. I tried a few things. Um, I guess it didn't hold my interest. I did enjoy singing, I was in choir, chorus, that type of stuff. Uh, I still sing now, kind of, you know, not professionally, obviously. Did some karaoke but don't do any of that stuff now we'll see what happens i get old now and i don't give a fuck anymore so um i started asking for records as birthday christmas presents and whatnot and people would buy them they would ask me what ones i'd tell them what ones were out there i wanted Um, but it wasn't long after that uh where i uh, finally started picking berries at the berry field and got my own money and when I got my own money, I could buy my own records. And the first two records I bought were um, Rumors from Fleetwood Mac. And uh, I would think it was uh, Grand Illusion from Styx. And I still listen to Rumors from Fleetwood Mac all the time. So uh, what was cool was that mom and dad's music taste, as well, they were different. And mom and dad liked to play music as well, obviously no TV. So they would play music and dad would sing. It was funny to listen, not funny, I guess, but it was cool. I'm thinking back on it now. It was funny back then when I was in sixth grade. Um, Many years we would have all kinds of music playing in the home at all times of the day. Again, no TV. And the taste of music between the seven of us have varied to say the least. Um, Dad was old school country. Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Hank Williams, Sr. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, etc. I mean, if you know uh, music from back then, you could probably come up with seven, eight, nine more names. Uh, Mom was a little more uh, pop music, I guess, but old school pop music like Andy Williams, Tom Jones, Johnny Mathis. Yeah, In our house, Christmas meant Johnny Mathis. That's that's what Christmas meant, Johnny Mathis. It was no better than Johnny Mathis at Christmas. It was I've said that three times, but yes. The five of us kids, and we ranged in age. Let's see, where are we at now? Like a seven-year span between the oldest to the youngest, and uh, we would mostly listen to top 40 stuff, whatever was on the radio back in the mid to late '70s. Um, I listened to uh, k-zell down in Eugene area. There was another one too. I th- that had more of the poppy sound uh, I think it was called K sound K S N D. I don't remember for sure on that one. I think that was one that we listened to as well. There was a radio or a record player in almost every room of our house. And if it was me, I would take one into the bathroom with me when I was, and I still do this when I'm taking a shower or something, cause I want to hear music. Uh, uh, used to bother mom. I would do that when we lived in Dayton years later and uh i would turn it up pretty loud and come to find out our neighbors that live next to us they would hear it as well because i would have the window open and the boombox blasting with my cassette player in it so um k and the full albums it is what i used oftentimes to figure out what to buy next and what bands i liked, because you could hear it the whole album, not just the two or three maybe top songs that are playing on the radio. So that helped me tremendously being able to listen to these albums that the bands put out and decide which ones I really liked. Um, I would listen to these shows to decide which ones would be next on my purchasing list. And, and I owned my own vinyl had eight tracks, cassettes, CDs, now, mostly just playlists from sites um I do though still have a my some of my CD collection about 500 or so I think I haven't counted in a while Um, when we moved I got rid of quite the stack um that was at that time before we moved I had over a thousand CDs and obviously with that many CDs you can't listen to them all I realized that after a while I kept them stacked next to my bed where it was out of everybody's way. so because I didn't want to get rid of them but when we decided to move it's like you know what I need to go through these things and figure out which ones i'm going to listen to ever again uh give some to somebody if they need you know i know they like it or whatever which i did for a few of them that's good right not taking up as much space made connie happy because she kept saying why do you have all these damn cds up against the wall so less space um and on that note i was talking to a co-worker about all the hours he puts in the other day and uh he puts in a lot of overtime hours and the amount of money he knows at work are making with this is a lot substantial. Um, but he was telling me how all these hours for all these years has caused him to easily get angered, annoyed, frustrated, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. Even though the money that he is making is paying for a lot of the things that he and his family had made a priority. So, you know, you got the pl- plus, you got the minus, the good and the bad, but he was starting to say that, uh, it was causing him issues he didn't like what it was doing to him put it that way and i told him i said well you need to find ways to mentally help with these issues there's got to be something out there right He just kind of looked at me i'm not sure if he's never thought of this or what but anyway and i said there's got to be ways to relax and wind down better on a regular basis you know rather than just coming home and i don't know sit in front of the tv i'm not sure what he really does i didn't ask him but i told him how I use music to do that for myself, like I've said before, almost daily listening to music I help enjoys tremendously. With all that type of stuff that is possibly negative in one's life with getting rid of the anxiety and the negative thoughts and helping one's uh, attitude change and come from go from a bad day at work. to you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. We're on song number seven, standing here making dinner chopping up the green beans and going, this is not too bad at all. So it can change one's day tremendously. Um, He just looked at me and he said, well, I don't listen to music. Uh, Needless to say, I was incredulous, taken aback. I said, what? You don't listen to music at all? Shook his head, nope. Wow. I was, again, i didn't know what to say really i just looked at him and said you you gotta figure something else man you gotta figure something out um and i right now he is uh, cut back on his overtime which you would normally do so maybe that's where he's starting figured the money's not as important as your mental health and i said that to a lot of, a lot of people i understand money's important in life i really do but if you're not happy that's like being with someone that, that doesn't make you happy if you're not happy what's the point so You got to find some ways to find the the middle ground, so to speak. So, but not listening to music at all. I just, I still, I've thought about that for two weeks after he said that. I can't comprehend it. I'm sorry. I can't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I'd go without TV way before I go without uh, music. Uh, So that would be hard for me to, I don't really grasp the concept, so to speak. And I've been trying, but it's not working so well. So anyway, I'm going to move on to a last subject here, and uh, it's going to get somewhat political on your ass. So this might offend somebody. I really don't care. The age I'm at, like I said, I don't give a fuck. So, dear Mr. Trump, shut the fuck up. Go away, man. More than 8 million people did not think you deserve four more years. You are a gigantic douchebag. Good luck with the many court battles that you'll be defending yourself in. Not, I, I don't wish you luck. Personally, I hope you end up serving time in jail and you take some of your accomplices with you. Worst president ever. See you, dumbass. All right, got that off my chest. I feel better. Uh, don't know if it was necessary on this episode, but it was on my chest. In the next episode, I will be discussing COVID-19 and vaccines with a 21-year-old Zoomer, who for the first time was able to vote for president this year and decided that he's really, really going to pay attention to stuff. And I was very proud. So I want to hear the thoughts of the younger voting generation about what's happening around. And COVID is the big thing right now and vaccines are coming up potentially. And so we want to talk about that. So the next episode, which is number three, will be a guest episode. I hope you enjoyed what you just heard, and I hope you're not going, fuck you, Eric. But if you are, oh well. This is Rock and Roll Hippie, and I am done for the day. Thanks for listening. Peace.